Welcome to the Health Business Growth Show, where we take you behind the scenes of the top health businesses to learn how they built their success. Remember, success leaves clues, and we're going to be sharing those with you. I'm your host, JJ Bergen, Inc. 5000 founder of the Mindshare Collaborative, along with members of our Mindshare Mentor team. And each week, we are joined by some of the most brilliant, innovative, and okay, slightly unhinged health business experts you're going to ever meet. These folks have built empires from scratch, navigated the choppy waters of entrepreneurship, and will be sharing both their struggles and their successes on the journey of creating a thriving health business. So if you're ready to take your business to the next level by learning from the best, you are in the right place. In each episode of the Health Business Growth Show, we'll tackle real-world, relevant topics to help you build your audience and scale your income. From marketing to mindset, from hiring to firing, and everything in between. We'll share our own stories of success and failure, interview some of the most amazing guests in the health business world, and we promise to never take ourselves too seriously. Because let's be honest, building your health business can be a bit challenging at times. Success takes resilience, creativity, courage, and a willingness to step outside of your comfort zone. And we are here to help you navigate through all of it. Find the humor in the chaos and build a health business that's truly worth it. So let's get this party started. We are so glad you are here. Hi, friends. I am excited to dive into this episode of the Health Business Growth Show. I'm Nat Kringutis, one of the mentors here at Mindshare Collaborative, and I really want to help dive into some strategy around your Instagram in this episode. Now, perhaps you are like many other people and have been able to fly under the radar and not really give too much thought or commitment to your Instagram, or maybe you know you need to do it but you just hate the idea of it. Or maybe you've outsourced it and you're watching somebody else do it and you're thinking, it's fine, it's getting done, but I beg to differ. And I think once upon a time we could let this slide and we could actually hide behind the fact that we didn't like it or we didn't enjoy it or we didn't understand it or whatever that excuses might be. But I don't think we can do that anymore. I think if you're not using Instagram to sell your product, service tool, whatever you have, then you actually are being left behind. So in this episode, I am going to very simply, step-by-step, give you a strategy that you can use and easily execute that's going to save you time and energy, that's going to give you clarity, but most of all, it's going to allow you to become more consistent in your Instagram and in your marketing to get more eyes on you, to get more likes, to get more shares, to get more comments, all the things that we're looking for. So I am excited to dive into this episode of the Health Business Growth Show. All right, so I think we've already established that you should be doing Instagram. We have to start to be more clear and actually have more intention around what we are trying to do with our Instagram. And it is also such a great tool as a business card. But I will say your social media is a place to be social. It's not somewhere that you are going every day to sell something 
from like a cold perspective. It's not a cold lead. It could be to begin with, like any lead really, but think of it like a networking event. You're not walking into a networking event and being, oh, hi, I'm Nat Kringudas, please buy my masterclass. You're not doing that. You are getting to know people or you're actually allowing them to get to know you. It's a place that you can interact if you choose, but it's really a place for people to understand you, to learn, to love you. In return, you are trying to build trust and authority in a space. And it's a great place to do that. Now, depending on what type of business you're running, whether it's a community-based or whether it's a personal brand, some are easier than others, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing it. And I do really believe that if you are not, now is the time to start. And we're going to give you this easy strategy for you to start to implement today. And even if you're not doing your socials, it's very important for you to understand what you're trying to achieve with them and how you can do that. And I, I firmly believe everyone needs to be able to understand some very fundamental things. If you're not good at it, that's okay. We don't need to be good at everything, but we do need to be doing it. And so how can we find a way that you are showing up, that you are getting more eyes on you and people can learn to love and trust you for who you are? So first things first, it's really important to have some type of theme or even looking at a calendar and, and placing out what you might be putting out there over a period of time. So a content calendar as such is a great idea. You can plan well in advance, or if you're like me, I tend to plan things out just one week in advance, which might give some people anxiety. But I am across quite a few social media accounts, and there are so many things that are time sensitive. So by me planning it out that way, I find that it's actually less stressful, that I can create time-sensitive content that's really appropriate, but it doesn't have to always be like that. But the main thing is that you have something to drive a theme for the week. And once we have a theme for the week, we can create this rinse and repeat formula or strategy, if you like, that you can easily know what to post each day. One of the easiest ways to do this is if you actually have a podcast, you can use the podcast episode to drive the theme for the week. And that's something that we do on the Mindshare Collaborative Instagram account. You'll see that the podcast theme tends to drive the social media theme. But if you don't have a podcast, that's okay. You can use the Instagram live content to actually drive the theme for the week. So long as we've got something that we can use, we can also look at the health-related weeks, days, or months of the year. So for example, are you okay day or osteoporosis awareness month? Whatever's in your niche makes sense, right? Don't promote if it doesn't make sense, guys. Like we're not doing that. We're smarter than that. So let's dive into the strategy that I've used with hundreds of people that I've mentored. And it can be a variation of this. This I find takes the overwhelm out of Instagram. And once I can get you to be consistent, then you can start to play around with what this might look like. Start the week off with the theme. So I use the podcast to do this if you've got a podcast, like I said, but you could use an Instagram Live. That would be a great way to set things up. And this first post of the week that you create needs to be something that provides value. It needs to be something that's shareable, that is going to allow you to get more eyes and ears on it. And you're not asking them to do anything it is purely giving information that 
allows you to be positioned as the authority. So I like to call this the value post. So day one is a value post. I like to, like I said, use the podcast as a reel and an excerpt from the podcast. You could use an excerpt from a live, like I said, or you could just create a little video if you like around whatever the theme is that you've decided for the week. But whatever you do, don't ask anyone to do anything. It's just purely sharing information. It's purely sharing even just one point about whatever the theme is for that week. And that's all we have to do for that post, which is so nice. So that really sets up the week and really sets up the theme for the week. Day two is where we would use a call to action post. So the call to action post literally reuses the same content from day one, but in a different format. So I like to go back and put it into words. It could be a carousel. It could just be something that I've said, or it could actually be an infographic. It doesn't really matter, but it's basically saying the same thing that day one said, but in a, I prefer a stagnant post, something that they can look at, they can really digest, they want to share it. You want to make this the most shareable thing that you do. You want everything to be shareable, but you really want this to be shareable because you are going to put a call to action in the caption. And so it really just reiterates whatever the theme is. It pulls out some words that you have said, and it allows you to reinforce the theme. That's the most important part. It reinforces whatever the theme is for the week, and then you will call to action to wherever you want them to go. To me, it makes sense if you have a great opt-in and a funnel to do the heavy lifting, to be calling them to the opt-in. So it could be for me, let's say I have on my value post, my first post for the week, it's about PCOS, and it's a post about seven things that you didn't know about PCOS or seven points. And it doesn't need to be long either. So seven might be too many as an example. And then the call to action post, which is day two, remember, is actually going to send them to my opt-in, which is know your hormone imbalance. So let's say there's six hormone imbalances that I see most commonly. Do you understand what yours is? Do you have PCOS? Go to the link in my bio and find out. And that's all I have to do. And if I'm directing them to my opt-in, then the opt-in does the heavy lifting. I don't actually have to market to them. I am just showing up, remember, to be in front of mind because you're seeing me on Instagram and then you're going to remember, oh yeah, that's right. Nat's got a whole thing on PCOS. I need to, I'll just send people there. Or even if you're a consumer, you'll start to buy into the expertise of the person that you're watching so that you become front of mind. Now, so you've done this next post, you've called them to action, it's reinforced the theme for the week. This is now where we get to have fun for the rest of the week. Do you know what the most successful subject line of all time is? You are not alone. One of the most common statements I hear when people attend our events is, oh my gosh, I found my people. I don't feel alone anymore. In fact, Mindshare started because I was at a marketing event and when I asked one of the experts the best way to build my business, he said, do it through collaboration. The only challenge was that I was going to these events and there were very few health professionals or health business owners in the room. So I started inviting my peers to come to the events and join me for lunch where we could share best practices and get to know each other. Well, we quickly outgrew those meeting rooms and I decided we should hold our own event, which has become our annual gathering now in its 10th year the Mindshare Leadership Summit. 
This unique event is a combination of facilitated networking that even the biggest introvert enjoys so that you'll leave the event with at least 10 great relationships to help expand your impact. There's strategic training by your peers to share what's working right now in their health businesses so that you can increase your income and incredible keynotes by notables, including Dr. Joe Dispenza, Marie Forleo, Lisa Nichols, and Brendan Burchard to help you expand your vision. We also have our Future of Health Talk competition where you will help select the winner or you can even compete yourself to get featured in the media and top podcasts. And because in my next life, I really want to be a party planner. We include a world-class costume party and a celebratory gala featuring our Impact Awards, where we acknowledge the incredible achievements of our members. This year's event is October 5th through 8th at the spectacular JW Marriott Camelback Resort and Spa in Scottsdale, Arizona. Attendance is by application only, so to learn more and apply, go to MindshareSummit.com. Now, this is our 10th anniversary year, so the celebration is going to be off the hook. You do not want to miss it. So again, MindshareSummit.com. See you there. Day three, I tend to use a quote. Now, the quote could be specifically from the podcast or live that you have featured at the day one, or it could just be a random quote that is appropriate to whatever the theme is. It doesn't have to be your quote. That is another great way using somebody else's quote and tagging them into that to, again, get more shares and likes. But I know my audience loves quotes. In fact, I know most people like a motivational quote. So coming back and using a quote on the third day can be really easy and very useful to continue to reinforce the theme. On the fourth day, I love to use a reel on a fourth day. Now, whether the reel is me talking about something, whether it is even just a voiceover, what's really trending right now, guys, is whether it's nature or something where you're panning with words over the top. So someone else's words, you can grab off Instagram and use someone else's words with some type of writing across the screen. But a reel that makes sense is always a good idea. Unless you're hilariously entertaining, then you can go ahead and entertain us, no worries, with whatever you might be doing. But this is where I would use a a reel of some description. And then on the final day, I keep Fridays, which would be day five. That's the fun day, right? I'll use either memes or a funny video, something or a carousel of quotes that are funny, something that sort of is lighthearted, that really rounds off the week. What I find is if I can follow these five simple posts each week, I can very easily know where I am, what day it is, what should be posted on that day, all with the one theme in mind. And it makes it really simple for me to sit down and execute that. Now, of course, there it can be far more intricate than this. But if you've been trying to figure it out, you're not sure what's working, you're not sure how to actually just even show up consistently, This can be a really great place for you to start to create that consistency. And then from there, you can start to experiment with what that looks like. There are a few other things that are really important with this. It's so important that you, in your consistency, you use your branding. You use your brand colors. You use the same font. You use the same tone, the same text. It's important that you have consistency with that. And why do you want to do that? You want to do that so that you are instantly recognizable to your audience, that the minute that they see 
that post come up, they're like, oh, yeah, there's that. There it is. Because I know that color. I know her tone. I know the font. And I know the sort of things that she shares. So it's being reinforced in many ways, not just the consistency, but it's also the brand identity that makes a lot of sense. So make sure that you are able to be consistent and that actually makes it easier. What this ends up being, guys, is literally five templates, five templates that you go back and you rinse and repeat every week so that the heavy lifting is actually done for you. And if you want to see this happening in real time, I'd encourage you to head to our Instagram account, Mindshare Collaborative, and have a look because we tend to execute this strategy 90% of the time where it makes sense. Now, it's not always going to make sense. Perhaps you've got something that's different that you're promoting. How would you do that? Well, you could still promote it. You could still have an extra call to action. Remember not to have too many, but you could absolutely have an extra call to action. But the best place to continue to promote something is in your stories. Stories is a much more sensible place to call people to action. First and foremost, you can put a link there. So they don't have to do much other than tap on it. Although Instagram doesn't love it when you take people away a lot. So you might want to be a little bit strategic in that. But I love nothing more than adding value in stories and then with a call to action. I know also my audience is a little bit dramatic. So I'll tend to build some drama in the stories. And then I will also provide something that is calling them to where I want them to go. Now. That may or may not make sense. For example, when our podcast comes out, of course, we want to allow people to easily listen to that. So putting a link to the podcast makes a lot of sense at that point. Or perhaps you've got something that you're wanting to promote. Perhaps you're an affiliate for something. That's absolutely the place that you would put that. You wouldn't be putting your affiliate information into a feed post. I don't feel like that would make a lot of sense. There are ways, but that's not actually part of this strategy. Let's leave that for another day, shall we? But you can absolutely um, be adding that to your stories as a very easy way of being able to send people in directions that you want them to go. So I hope that hasn't felt like it's been drinking from a fire hose too much. Let me just reiterate that again. So if day one, you're going to do your value post. You're not asking them to do anything. It's just packed of value, whether it's a it's a reel of some description, it's just or a stagnant post, it doesn't really matter. It's just giving information. The second day, you're going to call to action. You're going to reiterate whatever it was in the first day, but it's going to look different. So whatever the format was on the first day, don't copy that on the second day. It's going to look different, but it's still going to have the same purpose and it's still going to drive that theme for the week. The third day is a quote. The fourth day is a reel. And the fifth day is something lighthearted. Memes, quotes, a picture, whatever that might be, but something that's a bit funny and lighthearted. And if you can start to do this and get consistent with this strategy, I have a feeling that you're going to automatically, very easily achieve a few things. A, you're going to lift a weight off your shoulders. B, you're going to be able to see what your audience likes, what it likes and what it doesn't like. The third thing and the most important thing is that you're going to be consistent because it's not hard. You've got your theme, You've got your structure and your strategy, and now it is just up to you to go and execute it. So that's our strategy. I would love to hear how this goes for you, of course. The main thing is that we get consistent with it and we create an opportunity for us to really get a feel of Instagram, to not fear it, start to utilize it to our advantage, 
and then begin to continue to show up, be positioned as the authority. And of course, guys, to help more people. That's what we're here ultimately to do. How can we get our information in front of more people and have a bigger impact in this world? I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Health Business Growth Show. Don't forget to go ahead and leave the show a review in your favorite place that you listen to podcasts. And of course, if this is something that someone else would like to listen to, go ahead, please share this episode because that's how we make the world go round. Thanks for joining and bye for now. Here at the Mindshare Collaborative, we are committed to helping you increase your vision, income, and impact. One of the first things we'd love to support you on is adding a high-profit leveraged income stream so that you can enjoy more time and money freedom. And to help you get started, I've created the Health Professionals Playbook for building multiple streams of income that identifies five proven strategies for creating a sustainable income beyond your primary practice to create time and money freedom. To get your free copy as my gift to you, go to ms365.io forward slash MSI. That's ms365.io forward slash MSI.